And hello, everybody, and welcome to the Weekday Warriors of Wrestling for August 31st, 2018. I'm Eric Clancy, joined by Patrick Kelly. We hope everybody has a fantastic Labor Day weekend. Um, yeah, we're one day away from All In, which uh, Patrick and I will do a preview show of. Although, I mean, you know, for the most part, it's just like fantasy booked independent matches. So I'm not sure what we're going to be able to say beyond some, like, you know, the NWA title match. But uh, we're removed from uh, SummerSlam about two weeks ago. Um, so we're kind of in that post, like, uh, post-summer haze, shall we Shall we say. Although with with All In being such a big deal, it's, it's not really like a haze. It's more like a, <laughs> a mad dash up to this thing. And then, you know, then we'll go into Survivor Series and end of the year stuff. And then we'll be back in WrestleMania season for... I'm guessing The Rock versus Roman Reigns. So that'll be fun. You really think that's going to be the main event of the next WrestleMania? I, I, I would not be surprised. Around. I would not be surprised. That would be crazy. What, whatever the, um, whatever the uh, easiest, most boring match is would be, uh, would be the, the one they would pick. God, and I was hoping... Uh, Going into SummerSlam, it's like, God, I hope Roman wins just so we never get Lesnar versus Roman again. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, what happened on Raw? I, oh, yeah, they turned Braun Strowman heel on Raw, I guess. <laughs> Speaking of being completely tone deaf towards their audience, I mean, I just don't. I mean, and that's. The real problem with Roman Reigns is that they are so dead set on making him the top guy that they will straight up turn their other top guys or other candidates for top guy, they'll turn them heel just to make him look good. And that's a terrible reason to turn somebody. Yeah, so, I, you know, and, like, I hate to do this every week because I feel like I do, but, like, this is no different than the things that have happened the past like 15 years in this company because they did the mm-hmm. same thing with John Cena. I mean, do we all remember oh, sure. the, the edge and Cena feud and how we're like, Oh, I, I distinctly remember that in the summer of 06, I was like, well, you know um, what they're going to do is, is probably, probably turn them because, or, or flip them because everybody hates Cena so much that he can't possibly be the baby face yet. By God, at the end of that feud, oh no, Cena was the babyface, and, and that's what they did. And every time, it was always the same, and we were always like, oh, how can they do this? And oh, they're turning Ryback heel. Oh, they're turning CM Punk heel. Oh, they're doing all these things, and it was always the same. So, like, are you really? Is anyone really shocked? I mean, a, a few weeks ago, they did the turn with Becky Lynch, where. I, I don't know how anyone expected anything other than the reaction they got when plucky babyface Becky Lynch has this dynastic second generation person that gets everything thrown her way, gets into the match and then wins. How is she going to have any sympathy from that perspective? So once again, just I don't even know if it's tone deaf because they expect this shit because I feel like they expect it to happen. It's if it's not tone deaf, it's being extremely stubborn or just willfully ignorant to everything around them. And I mean, quite honestly, it, it I mean, and, and this, so this is the thing. 
everybody's like, oh, well, you don't get it. They're like telling stories, but they're not fucking telling stories. They're not telling coherent stories. <laughs> if they were, they would understand the stories that they're telling. Becky Lynch, like, why is she a heel? Why? Because, because it's not, oh, we're telling this story. That's not the goal. The goal is get Charlotte and Roman Reigns cheer. That's the goal. It has nothing to do with stories. They say that because they're like, we're not doing like independent, like flippy wrestling. And I think that's fine, but they're not doing, they're not telling stories either. All they're doing is trying to get the random people that they have picked to be their faces over. And like Braun Strowman beats up the shield this week. Okay. Why wasn't the shield heels last week when they three on one beat the shit out of him. And this week in a three on three attack, Braun is the bad guy. Like it, it makes no sense. Any way you dice it. <laughs> no, no, not at all. And yeah, honestly, having the shield turn heel with Roman the top at the top would make for an amazing build up towards WrestleMania. I think that would be a perfect opportunity to uh, make Roman into that top heel character that we've always talked about and speculated about. And uh let's just say Braun Strowman, make him into a top face that could eventually take him down. But they don't want to tell that story for whatever reason. Well, for whatever reason, because the same thing they didn't want to tell with Cena. They're like, you know, and and here's the reason. Here is the absolute reason. Everybody else can say whatever they want. Here is the reason. They chose this guy. They said, this is going to be the guy. and, And that's it. And that was all. If people say, oh, you know, he sells the most merchandise, yes, he might now, but he did not for a very, very long time. He was being outsold by a lot of guys, Braun being one of them, uh, Dean being another, AJ being another. He was outsold by a lot of guys in the same way that Cena would get outsold by Jeff Hardy. Like, I, I like to this day, I will not back down from the fact that. John Cena was put into a John Cena was a quarterback on a team that had two all pro wide receivers, an offensive line where he never got touched, a defense that got him the ball back quickly and like a top coach. Of course, he's going to fucking succeed. Like I argue to this day that that they would have been more successful if they had somebody else in that spot, whether it was I don't know. I don't know. Whoever, you know, but they they stopped doing they 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 changed their attitude era strategy which was having like f- four guys that you could swap in and out and you know which is kind of what new japan does i mean yeah okada's the guy in the same yeah. way that austin was the guy um but you know you've got kenny you've got naito you've got tanahashi you know like there's dudes that you move in and out of that spot and that way the audience isn't like and keep oh, your main event scene fresh exactly and they've decided not to do that. And I guess you could make the case, oh, well, there was Cena, Batista, Orton, Punk, or whatever. I mean, okay. But, you know, and, and you could kind of make the case that it's like, oh, Roman, Seth. I get, Like, I don't even, I mean, Seth, like, kind of main events, you know? I, I don't know. But it's just, they've given up that formula, and they've just gone to the one where they're like, it's just going to be one dude, and we're going to, we're just going to justify our own, our own uh, selection. Yeah, and the other thing that they've abandoned, back in the Attitude Era, you know, you list, you list those guys, Austin, Rock, you know, those huge stars that were at the top. 
Yeah, the ones that got over in the way they were supposed to get over. And that's the other thing they've abandoned, where it's just kind of like, it literally doesn't matter what the fans say or do. They're just going to do whatever the heck they want. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I, I used to say, and I still kind of do say, um, you know, it doesn't matter, like, what anyone does. They're just going to keep selling out shit. And that may be true, but, I mean... New Japan and Ring of Honor did just sell out Madison Square Garden in record time. WWE has not sold out that building in three years. So, I I mean, I'm not saying anything's going to happen. I'm just saying that, like, like one dude can't say, like, you know, you remember when Cody said, I'm a bigger, I'm the biggest draw in the industry, and then Roman Reigns laughed and stuff, and then, then Roman Reigns hasn't been able to sell out Madison Square Garden, and Cody has, so... I mean, granted, Cody is not <laughs> technically on the card. I, I I get it, but it's the same. It's the same point that Roman Reigns doesn't sell out WrestleMania. Nobody sells out WrestleMania. WrestleMania sells out WrestleMania. You know, um, you can have whoever you wanted on that card; it would be fine. Um, and it's it's the same way with with the New Japan thing. But you know, I I wonder if if somehow, some way, you know, they'll understand that like shitting on their audience constantly is probably not the best way to do business. No, and it's, I guess it's a side effect of winning the Monday Night War. And uh, once they beat WCW, it was just kind of like, all right, we won. We can do whatever we want now. And what, they're not going to go away. Where are they going to go? TNA? (laughs) No one can stop us. We're number one. And... Sooner or later, that's probably going to catch up with them. Oh, Again, I, I, ho- them I hope so. I've been waiting. I've been yeah. waiting uh, like 16 years for that to, or 17 years for that to, to happen. Right. Yeah. It's been a very long time, you know. Um, and we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what this show is like tomorrow night. You know. Um, I think it's going to be a. Re- it's going to be like the greatest party for wrestling fans in the world. That's kind of what I'm expecting. It's just going to be wall to wall excitement from start to finish. Yeah. No. I, I hope it. I, I, I hope it'll be great. And why don't we? Why don't we jump on into this thing? Because I, I want to point out that this is. Um, uh, they've done a fantastic job, like putting this show together. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I've seen the. Um, I've seen the sponsors for StarCast, and I know StarCast is not the same as All In, but, like, the sponsors that they've gotten for this show, they've got Cracker Barrel, Hot Topic, Pro Wrestling Tees, TGI Fridays, you know, like, those are, those are some nice sponsors, you know, those are some, like, 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 Mm -hmm. Wall Street sponsors you got there, Um, and, you know, they've got the partnership with WGN, with Fight, with uh, Ring of Honor, they've, like, they've done a really great job doing this whole thing and like hats off to them because it's like, it's already big. And I think like with, when the pay-per-view money comes in, it's only going to get bigger. Um, yeah, this is, uh, I think they've done a fantastic job, but let's, um, by the way, Patrick, do you have honor club? I do not. I need to sign up for that. Because I think you get, like, I'm just confused of how I order. I know if I'm a regular Honor Club member, I can get this for, like, 50% off. But I, I do I order it through the app? I think so. I believe that's how it works. Okay. 
All right. Actually, so um, let's... I actually already ordered it over Fight, so that's how I did it. How much is it over Fight? I think uh, about 40 bucks. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, okay, so let's go through this right now. Uh, we've got a... We've got the um, over-budget Battle Royal, uh, the winner of which will determine for the ROH title against Jay Lethal. I do not expect that person to win because Jay Lethal has Will Ospreay in a very big Ring of Honor match. But uh, what we, who we have right here is Jordan Grace, Moose, Rocky Romero, uh, Colt Cabana, excuse me, Ethan Page, Brian Cage, it rhymes, Billy Gunn. Jimmy Jacobs, Marco Stunt, Brandon Cutler, and Punishment Martinez. Um, so I would imagine we would... I don't know if they want to keep it like... I wonder if they would do Punishment Martinez and do like an ROH-ROH match. Or if they want to like... Maybe I could also the, see Colt winning it just because... Yeah, I could see Colt winning it because it's going to be in Chicago. And they'll yeah, give him that, I think like, that... I, yeah, I, I think that could... I think that could happen. Um, we've I'd got like a four-way match. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder how all the, the promotions, you know, with Impact, Ring of Honor, New Japan, Lucha Underground, and um, uh, and AAA and the NWA, how they're going to handle all the booking from it. But, you know, it seems, I feel like Cody seems to have a, a promoter's eye with this, so... Um, mm -hmm. so then we got Madison Rain, Britt Baker, Chelsea Green, and, uh, Tessa Blanchard in a four-way in what I believe is the only women's match on the show. Um, Jordan no Grace real... is a woman, right? Um. The one in the Battle I... Royal? Yeah, I guess. Hold on. I don't know anything about her. And there's no Wikipedia page. <laughs> yes. Yes, she is. So... I mean, but still right. not a women's match since it's every other person is a man in there. So, um, right. we've got, kind a, of yeah, we've got a, uh, semi rematch of a, of a match you and I saw at the ring of honor tapings over my bachelor party weekend. Uh, SoCal uncensored Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio sky against the Briscoe brothers. That should be pretty good. Especially, um, I, I enjoyed the, the six man match they had at the show. Yeah, that should be good. And that's the pre-show match, which is even cooler. It's like, wow, they even put a lot of thought into their pre-show. It is. That and the, the, the Battle Royal will be on the pre-show. We've then got um, Christopher Daniels and Stephen Amell. Um, I generally I generally like Stephen Amell's appearance at SummerSlam a few years ago. Obviously, he's a good friend of Cody's. Mm -hmm. um, I guess it'll be interesting to see how this goes. I expect that to be fun. Like I again, I liked Stephen Amell's uh, SummerSlam match a couple of years ago, and it's nice to see again Cody being the genius that he is. He's able to build those type of business relationships, and um, yeah. Stephen Amell is going to be on this show. And I believe uh, there's a lot of speculation that Cody's going to show up on Arrow next season. So one hand washes the other. Yeah, indeed it does. Um, all right, we've got a Chicago street fight. Joey Janela will be taking on Hangman Page. That should be a lot of fun. I, I've been like, I've been such a big Hangman Page, Mark, uh, 
for the past like mm-hmm. like probably all this year really like I, I think he's done an excellent job and uh uh i've never actually seen joe he Canella, had that great match I, with ibushi uh i'm sorry he had that great match with ibushi wrestlemania weekend and he just seems to have been getting better and better ever since then yeah um and I, I've never actually seen Joey Janela, but I know he's extremely popular and his shows are quite quite popular themselves. So, um, uh, I mean, this will actually be my first experience to, to seeing Joey Janela. So um, that'll be good. We've also Mine got... Mine too. I haven't seen him either, so... We've got Rey Mysterio, Phoenix, and Bandito against the Golden Elite, which will be the Jackson, which will be the Young Bucks, and uh, Kota Ibushi. I don't know who Bandito is. Do you? I don't. Um, I like the other five guys in that match. That should be... Uh, now, I've also heard, according to the Bucks, that's going to be the closing match. So, it's true. That as well. I mean, that's going to be an explosive... Yeah, that's going to be an explosive main event. It makes sense to me because... So, they're probably... Rey Mysterio is probably commanding the most money on this entire card. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the Young Bucks, so you've probably got, and Cody, Cody's, like, doing this show, so I don't think he, like, needs to be in the main event or anything, so, um, yeah, and, and like, Abush, yeah, I could see, yeah, I could see that headlining the show very easily. Um, I think that'll also, be Also, the Bucks very, are going to be over, like, crazy, so. Yeah, and, you know, Mysterio's looked great in his past, like, his, he looked great in the Rumble. He looked great last time I saw when when he was at Dominion. Um, he's in really great shape. Mm-hmm. He's really like kind of uh, um, gone down to business with that. Uh, we've also got Kenny Omega versus Pentagon Jr. This is probably Patrick my uh, the thing that I'm looking forward to most. I agree. It's the dream match I didn't know I wanted. Yes, exactly. It's New Japan versus Lucha Underground. It's one of my favorite New Japan guys against one of my favorite Lucha Underground guys. Yeah, and um, yeah, I just expect that to be a hell of a lot of fun. I think that's going to be potential show stealer, probably the best match on the show. Yeah, and you know, I hope Pentagon is in his Lucha Underground character because I've seen Pentagon. I saw him at an MLW show uh, a few weeks ago. And great match, wrestled great, but definitely not the Pentagon Dark character. Definitely just more of a mm-hmm. straight wrestler, and I would love to see like his bloodthirsty character against Kenny Omega. Um, I think that could be really interesting. Uh, yeah, I know he only uses Pentagon Dark. He only uses the name Pentagon Dark in Lucha Underground, but if you watch yeah. him in Impact, like he had a match with, with Sammy Callahan where they were just beating the crap out of each other. So if we get something like that, I mean, that would be yeah. amazing. All right, we got Okada against Marty Skrull. That should be cool because I don't think I've ever seen a singles match with them before. Me neither. You think? You know what? Because I'm thinking about what Okada's been through since losing the title, and they kind of got him uh, not on a losing streak per se, but uh, as a guy that's kind of lost trying to find himself. Do you think there's a chance Skrull might go over here? So I thought about that. The thing that I... So I was thinking that until then he went on like that like eight match or whatever win streak in the G1. So like, yeah, they did the thing mm-hmm. where Jay White beat him and Bad Luck Fale beat him 
But then he just started beating everybody again. By the end of that tournament, he was looking like, you know, unbeatable Okada again. So, like, I will, I see where you're going. I'm going to say no because I would imagine he, this is like his first real big exposure in America um, on an American show, like, like a, like a non New Japan show. Um, So I think they're Mm going to have him go over. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that would make sense, but it's still kind of like, it would be interesting if Skrull went over though, just to give him that win over someone as big as Okada. But yeah, I'd be, I I would bank on the rainmaker getting the win. Yeah. Um, And then we have the NWA uh, world heavyweight championship match, Cody against Nick Aldis. Um, I think this should be really segment. Oh, hot fire. Like one of the best parts of the show. I, but the thing that I, I wonder about is, you know, Billy Corgan now owns the NWA. Is this a way to, is the NWA going to start to be viable again? I, you know, I wonder because part of it, you know, the way that all these promotions are going together with New Japan and Ring of Honor and um, Lucha Underground, all these things, it's almost like an NWA. It's, it's an alliance of companies that are getting benefit out of these partnerships. So, you know, I, I, I wonder, mm-hmm. like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what, what the idea is, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to, this is an important show. So it, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see how, how that goes. Highest profile NWA title match in God knows how long, probably since the belt was in TNA at least. Yeah. Yeah. And before that, since the, uh, the Shane Douglas tournament. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, what else we got? As far as the prediction goes, um, I mean, Cody wins, right? We're not expecting anything else. Yeah, I think he has to. I mean, it's the one real storyline on the show. Yeah, there's that and there's... Uh... Yeah, I guess that is it. Yeah, yeah, I guess... Uh, yeah, I think he has to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a right. promoter. He can just book himself to win. That's true. Other people do that a lot. All right, what else we have to talk about? <laughs> uh, did we go over the whole card? I think we got it. Yeah. God, yep, that that's is, everything. It looks like a really sweet card. Yeah, I think it'll be good. I'm excited about it. Um, I don't know. What else? What else we got this week? Oh man, uh, are you caught up on Lucha Underground? Um, I saw the first part of the episode on Wednesday, but no, other than I saw the 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 last uh, the man versus machine match, which I thought. So here is my thing with that: I liked that match, but there was about mm-hmm. there was two instances where the finish should have been, but they apparently needed to do that cinder block finish, which. Would have been fine if the cinder block hadn't have been like torn apart throughout the entire match already. But that Mexican destroyer off the top rope through, through the table or the package pile driver through the chairs were both disgusting and should have ended the matches there. I'm not even saying like, oh, it's unbelievable. I'm just saying like those were better finishes, you know. And that happens a lot these days where 
Uh, and I know we criticize WWE for it a lot, but they'll do these really awesome creative spots, but then they just kind of settle on, no, it has to end with either a finisher or the one that we planned instead of kind of like, guys, you just you already peaked your climax. I think we're good. Yeah, yeah. And that that was, I enjoyed that match. And I was like, oh, you know, from a storyline perspective, oh, you know, breaking his arms and then using the, like, I get it. I saw where they were going, but like, the way that that match was going, I would have just liked it to end on one of those things. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted to have him break the arms and everything, you could have done it post-match. So, and you get the yeah. point across. Um, I thought the um, Mil Mortes Mac haunted house match was pretty goofy, but that flatliner through the table was disgusting. Yes. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed that match. That was um, I when I heard haunted house match, I kind of got odd flashbacks to like Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. I'm like, Ooh, is it going to be something like that? I hope not. But no, it was actually like this really fun, like weapons cage match. Yeah. I don't know why they it, it was... need to have Halloween decorations in there, but I don't know. It's not even, did they think that that was going to air around Halloween? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. It felt a little early, but eh. yeah. The best part was Max saying, trick or treat motherfucker. <laughs> I feel like you're hearing me on delay, like really far. Yeah, it's like I feel like I'm cutting you off. No, it's just like I'm saying something, and then it's like there, there's like a, a a two second, then there's like a three second break, and then you're like, yeah. So I think there's like a connection issue, but um, uh, probably we'll, we'll, we'll have to work around it. Um, Technology so- sucks. Yeah. Um, so, no, I have not caught up on this week of Lucha Underground. Okay, yeah, the wedding segment was really good. Okay. Uh, I did get to see the uh, thing previously where Ricky Mundo killed their lawyer. <laughs> okay, I love Ricky Mundo, by the way. I love this direction for his character. It's He's so terrifying. It's crazy. It's, yeah, it's great. Um. I did love uh, I, I did love uh, PJ Black giving them gifts to the Slamtown Spa. That made me laugh. They're like, we love that place. <laughs> yeah, it's it's right across town from Parts Unknown. Yeah. <laughs> um, and NXT, I, I'm also behind on NXT. I have I saw the previous week's one with. Uh, the Pete Dunn Zach Gibson match and the uh, what the hell was the other match? It was um, it was uh, Bianca Belair versus somebody I forget who. Oh, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, fuck. Um, not not. Oh, uh, um, Diana Perazzo. There you go. Uh, Bianca Belair is ridiculous. Name. Yeah, it is. Uh, Bianca Belair is fantastic, though. I think she's like, for for the amount that she has, the amount of time she's been in the business, I think she's like come really, really far. I agree, and I love the hair gimmick. Uh, I, I think, I think they it's could great. Do a lot with that, like, yeah, they could do a lot with that. I I see kind of like a like what Lex Luger used to do with the bionic forearm where they would have like yeah. this controversy. It's like, oh, we should wear a pad because it's dangerous. You can't use that as a weapon. And they could do like that old school thing, but in kind of a new way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
I think she's she's great. She's a great promo though. She's a good worker. Got a cool look. Um, yeah, no, I think she's awesome. Uh, I think they got a lot of like really great girls coming up, and you know, especially with like and and God, they're met. You know, it's so WWE with with the women wrestling that they're doing is you know so so good. And you you know we saw we saw the Ring of Honor taping uh, last week, and like mm-hmm. I don't know if this is indicative of Ring of Honor, the Women of Honor in general, but like none of those matches were really very good. Yeah, we saw the two. There was Sumi Sakai versus somebody, and then there was a six woman tag, which was which they said it was quote an internet exclusive match. And, yeah, neither one really got over I don't like Sumi Sakai as champion at all. I think that was a huge mistake putting the belt on her. I, I would have rather yeah. seen it go to Kelly Klein. But uh, the show I went to a couple months ago, they had an eight-woman tag, and that was much better than the six okay. or the six-person tag that we saw. So it, I think it was just like a hit. I think at that point, you know, we'd been sitting there for, what, like two and a half hours at that point. I think the audience was just kind of drained. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know. Tennille Dashwood just did not seem to have a lot of energy. Yeah, that was a little surprising. She's typically more jazzed up than that. She, I don't know if she was, again, I don't know if she was just taking a night off or what, but, uh, she didn't seem very into it. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, anything else? Um, uh, not unless you want to talk about Raw, which I guess we kind of already did, but... Yeah, we can... I don't know. Well, other than Braun, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I think we talked about the big thing that needs to be talked about. Poor Braun. He gets over as, like, one of their top guys. Like, nope, he's got to be a heel because Roman Reigns. Well, what, what, Fuck you for liking what... someone else. What what else did uh, happen on the show? Let me see here. Dana Brooke had a wrestling match. Um, uh, Is that what we're calling it? Yeah, I don't mind Dana Brooke. I don't think she's terrible. Um, it's just like you know, whatever. Uh, oh, Seth Rollins had, right now. Yeah, yeah. Seth Rollins had that great match with Kevin Owens. Oh, that's right. Kevin Owens quit. Yeah. How yeah. are they going to follow that up? I don't know. SmackDown hires him. I don't know. <laughs> um, Shawn Michaels will be on next week. He'll give an opinion on this match between Triple H and Undertaker. The error is back, part two. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't muster the energy to care about that match at all whatsoever. I know it's just like it doesn't does it matter? I mean, it's going to be right in WWE's wheelhouse wheelhouse of hey, you can see wrestlers, and that's like what WWE fans are into. But yeah, <laughs> you want to see the Undertaker? You got to get yeah, the you got to come here to the Melbourne show. Cricket Grounds. These Australian fans are going to love seeing the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going to be great. He's going to bury him. Bury him all. Um, I apologize to our Australian fans. Um, yeah, that's about <laughs> it. 
All right. I think we're good then. All right. Cool. All right. Everybody, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, as always, I am Eric Clancy alongside my pal, Mr. Patrick Kelly, and we are signing off.